Welcome back again to another episode of Black Girl Couch Reviews, where we are going to be talking about Barry, Season 3, Episode 4, All the Sauces, written by Jason Kim, directed by Alec Berg. I gave this episode a 9.6 out of 10, the same as last episode. I liked it for different reasons, but for the most part, the season has been my favorite season in the entire series it's just really well well done well put together well paced it was very disorienting but amazing the opening shot that brought us back to the first episode from the perspective of the man barry killed i thought that was just unexpected but delightful Before we do jump into the recap, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. If you want to send feedback on Barry or any other show that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. So as I stated, we go all the way back to season one, episode one. Man is just talking to his wife on the phone. And then he's dead. Focusing on the loss that Barry created in someone's life. As we see this vibrant woman. And then juxtaposed years later. And she has become a gray haired shell version of herself. This is what Ozark lacked. You can root for the bad guy or even support them all you want. But I think maybe it's because of the tone after 2020 or maybe it's because of how I I ingest television or those types of shows I'm all for rooting for the bad guy but when you take like when you glorify the bad things that they have done and then at the end they simply get away with it it leaves a distaste in my mouth because while I want to immerse myself in this fiction where it is based But I could also argue that some are based in a certain uh, or a nonfiction reality. And when you're bringing up the question of morality, it needs to end in some kind of despair for the bad guy. Or if they do get away, we need to feel as an audience okay with it. And I suppose you don't have to. But for my enjoyment, it's certainly true. She gets a knock on her door. It's from that devil, Fuchs. You can't get rid of me, bitch. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going no fucking where. I'm about to end this man's whole career. While the wife tells him to leave, he finds an ear in the sun, giving him the location of Barry. He spoke last episode to Anna about how he could get himself an army. That's what he needed. A group of people to take revenge against the landowner. That's what he got from that story. And now I see exactly how he plans to enact that. And it's rather brilliant. That actress was also in Midnight Mass. Jean has been up all night waiting for Barry to arrive and try to murder everyone. And when Leo is like, why are we leaving town? He only says, I pissed off the wrong guy. But you do that every day. (laughs) I had a feeling and I knew I was right that, of course, laws of humanity thought it was an impoverished uh, 
impoverished Im- improvised scene as his agent Tom shows up and tells him they want to extend his part on a very successful show. Yes, I forgot to mention the callback from last episode when even Feeks was like, that's a great show. It's the first thing Sally said when she got the news that he was going to be on Laws of Humanity. His agent also isn't surprised he pissed off the wrong guy when he leaves with him because he needs new suitcases. Because after 30 years, he is certifiably the worst. Fuck shit, pussy ass, motherfucking damn bitch, bitch, damn motherfucking ass, pussy shit, fuck. Love the transition to Barry talking about the bomb as he learns that he is going to blow up the Bolivians instead of killing Fernando as their attractive soldiers, but simply retaliate. So due to Cristobal being at Pilates mid-afternoon, that is the perfect time as he signs him into the Detonate app. (laughs) I cannot stop laughing at the gag of them having an app for detonating a bomb (laughs) because that is how capitalism works. (laughs) Hank makes it super easy for the government to find Barry's ass like, yeah, yes to all private information. Yes to share my location. Yes, for market data. I just learned that America has like two satellites that can spy in real time on most of the surface of the planet. So that's not terrifying at all. I mean, if they got things on you, they got it on you. It's a good thing that no one's going to be interested in anything that I'm doing. They even got promotional offers. His uh, username is Barry Go Boom. I thought he would be upset about that, but he actually thinks it's pretty cool by the way in which he kind of nonchalantly reacts to it. And suddenly Seymour 1985 is his password, but the S's are all dollar signs. (laughs) I love Hank so much. They put the bomb in the middle of the parking lot and it's loudly beeping. And I was like, is that a fucking washing machine in there with a voice recorder? Sally is desperately, insecurely trying to present her show and herself as authentic in the truth. And the first question she's asked is, you didn't grow up in Joplin, Missouri. She's like, what do you mean? Of course I did. I also laughed at this transition with them in the store and Tom still going on and on with the list of names (laughs) that Jean's been called. Fuck, fuck. Who called me fuck, fuck? I asked for no feedback, and yet, Gene is not convinced. He knows his life is on the line. He still needs to get out of town and sends him to pay for the suitcases. However, Joe Mantegna, 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 I'm going to say his last name wrong, from CSI, uh, no, Criminal Minds alumni, violates his restraining order against Gene to say, Good job helping Barry, that vet, and that Gene was mentioned in Variety by the director of Laws of Humanity. Joe works with vets too, and so he's seen Gene in a new light. It seems as if Barry has unwittingly, with this one story, mind you, rehabilitated Gene's image and career just as he said he would as atonement. Gene is flabbergasted. Say what? Joe even invites him to dinner with his friends. 
He even says he's going to cancel the restraining order. And he says, Semper Fi, brother. He tells Tom the best thing he can do is stay away from him as he is genuinely terrified about the consequences of anyone else associating with him. And so he goes out. Now, the old Gene may have narcissistically jumped on this offer. It seems as if Gene in his past life was really one of the worst types of people. And that is something that he saw in Barry. Like, okay, if you are someone who wants to be redeemed, maybe there's a chance for us to do that. I think him meeting Janice and then the loss of Janice made him reevaluate what's important in his life. I like that they are putting more complexities on Gene as a person and also on Barry and his relationship to Gene as a person, even though they're on two different, totally different wave wavelengths when it comes to persona, you know, because, hey, you can always apologize. You can't apologize to a corpse. Um, <laughs> and despite what what they keep trying to reinforce is, oh, he only goes after bad people. I think we're starting to see he doesn't go after and he has not gone after bad people. We don't know how many people Barry has killed, but it's a lot. Now, that's not to say that there isn't a path forward for Barry uh, to atone and rehabilitate. That's not what I'm saying that at all. I'm saying at first, the first true step to getting back on the right path is a admitting you have a problem and b seeking help for that problem even if it means that you need to go to jail and then taking it from there (laughs) you know maybe trying to recreate a life after serving the necessary time for your crimes if convicted and how could you not be convicted but then you don't want to not be convicted because then that's going to talk about the fucking justice system Fuchs approaches Ryan's father again as the PI persona and points him in Barry's direction as well because Kyle and his mom, as Kyle and his mom, search the address to see where their target is. The transitions were really strong. Sally rehearses her speech with Barry who shows up to Cristobal's with the talking bomb and is able to successfully after paying the two lemonade girls to fuck off. To get it planted underneath the house. Barry agrees to make it to the premiere. He tells her that he's at his own audition. And just when I was starting to think, okay, Sally's first press junket. She's excited. She wants to be authentic. She's worried. She's not pissing me off this episode. Why'd she do that to Natalie just as she was praising her achievement? She's like, we get to go ride in a limousine together. Okay, see you there. I'm going to kill you. Not today. Not tomorrow. But I'm going to kill you. She was already unbearable and she hadn't really accomplished much. Now that she gets even the slightest bit of fame, it... it, it completely inflates her ego Barry after successfully planting the bomb unfortunately is unable to detonate it because the detonator app is not working Sally being happy answering the questions in a dumb manner was just like Sally but seeing all the tall women Natalie very desperately wanting to be included a little too desperately though Natalie just back off a little bit have some pride. 
Barry called customer service and talks to Faye about his issue, not noticing Cristobal walking into the home. Fernando confronts him about his affair with Hank and suspected he was being unfaithful, which is the real reason he came to LA, not just to deal with the Chechens, and that he doesn't have the mental willpower to run the business and makes him choose between killing Hank or death. He says, I choose death. It must have been. I hate being on hold with that fucking music. That's why I pay everything online. I don't care. Go ahead and get my NordVPN because I cannot. I can. I refuse to call any customer service simply because the music sucks. Not only that, because you are on hold for like 45 minutes to an hour. Faye figures out the problem just in time as turning off the Wi-Fi did indeed solve it and blow up the place. She said, sounds like we were successful. (laughs) The fact that she's casually acting like a customer service agent is great. Barry confronts a stunned Cristobal in the street who hates him, but now can't possibly since he just saved his life. Sally is absolutely the worst by actually saying critic reviews don't matter because if they could do what she did, then they'd be her. She gets played off stage at her own premiere, though, because she went all into herself and then thought to thank the people that actually got her there with her boyfriend being last. I just had an epiphany. What if, and I really don't know how the season's going to end, but I know there's a fourth season. And I really don't know how even the rest of this season could go because the secret is out there. It's just a matter of time. You know, about how how that's going to unfold. But in my ideal world, I think I would love if Barry is like held accountable for his crimes. But then in the end, because of all the things he did to try to atone and change. um, I don't know if atone and change it, for his heart trying to reconcile his past he then gets like taken away from the United. Like he doesn't get to have what he wants. He doesn't get success in the end, but maybe, maybe there's a place with him with Hank and Cristobal. (laughs) I want to see it happen. I want to see it happen. But Barry brings Cristobal to Hank who pays him and is so grateful despite their crazy situation. Barry is protecting their love, which is very pure. Cause he's like, come here, baby. I'll take care of you. He's just shell-shocked because Cristobal is not as tough as he likes to perceive himself to be. And that's also been Noho Hank. But Noho Hank definitely will step the fuck up when he needs to to protect those that he cares about. He takes the money to Gene and tells him it was wrong to take him hostage and that the money is for Leo. Thus, Gene doesn't have to leave town. I wonder if he's going to tell Leo what happened what has happened because that's his son that was threatened and i think he deserves to know if for no other reason can i stay at a motel so that this dude cannot just show the fuck up because he knows where you live 
is this a path towards reconciliation between the two? He says, you never have to see me again. But is Gene just going to go back to his life? I mean, he tried to convince the police, which he really did, that he was responsible for Janice's death and they simply ruled him out as a suspect. So it's not as if he can say, you know what, he, he kidnapped me, he did this, that, and the other thing. They may not even believe him. Does one man's forgiveness negate all the wrong you have done? If Gene forgives him, does that suddenly mean that he's off the hook and he shouldn't feel bad anymore? What about Janice's family? Though it doesn't seem she has any because ain't nobody stepped forward. <laughs> but Chris had a wife and a kid. You see this Kyle and his mother. How many other people are like that? That's kind of where my natural inclination because i do like barry despite how fucking psycho he is his psycho he would never be around me wouldn't allow him around my kids wouldn't let him in my house so that tells me also a lot of things but while i am rooting for him to find some peace because i do think he truly does want to seek it i also can't forget that there is a trail of blood and tears and heartache from lives that he took from people that matter to those people. Um, I feel like I'm also alone on the Chris, Chris train. I think I've said this before. <laughs> no one is bringing up his name, but now that, now that Goulet is going around, maybe that will be brought to the forefront. Sally breaks up with Barry after, I guess her name is Katie. I thought it was Chloe. But she confronts her and says, look, your boyfriend is very violent and I don't think he's good for you and you should break up with him. I feel it was sudden. But when Sally goes out and tells him, like, I felt some way that I never felt before, like you yelled at me and I was right back there, I can get that. And I don't even want to take those chances with you that I can respect that. I can respect that. Kyle and his mom buy a gun prepared to kill Barry. And they're talking about the whole entire transaction in front of the person that they're buying a weapon from because this is America. And there you go. The conclusion of the, uh, the fourth outing of the eight part series so this is the mid-season finale i am very unsure where we're gonna go from here but i know that i'm in good hands so until next time if you want to send feedback once again blackercouch at gmail.com peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>